0: It's been three hours, Jeffrey, come on now. He won't stop. Just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And scrolling and scrolling. (laughs) Jeffrey's like the majority of young men who are just so totally hooked onto social media. They can't stop scrolling. Our entire generation of men just addicted to this technology. And even our generation of women. Look at Jessica. These are our (laughs) brothers and sisters. Who would do this? Who would weaken the entire generation? It must be an evil man indeed. Adonis. From a young age, Adonis realized his purpose. Find out who has weakened the men of his generation. When he looks around, he can't help but feel shame for the men that he sees with forward neck posture, hunched over backs, years and years of contemplation, journaling, connecting the dots together, sharpening his sword, ready for the greatest battle of mankind. Adonis knows this will be no easy fight. And so Adonis trains. He trains and trains and trains. He's ready for you, Mr. Zuckerberg. There is an evil tactic that Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and a lot of these like modern technology apps use. And once you understand some of the tactics that they use, you'll be far less likely to be consumed by them. The most evil tactic, the most evil thing that these platforms have is what's called infinite scrolling. It's as its name is. It's just when you can scroll infinitely. You see previously before like the next generation of social media apps on your phone, you'd eventually hit like the bottom of a page. If you imagine Google right now, like what happens? You search, something on Google and you see the top, you know, 10 selections and you usually only choose those. But if you scroll down enough, there's then a selection to go to the next page. And it's almost like a meme. Like if you go to the second page of Google, you know, you're never going to find the answer, but you can get to the bottom of Google and then choose to go onto the next page. That seems very simple, doesn't it? What I've just said, a bunch of people have probably clicked out thinking, oh yeah, this isn't interesting. But it's when you dig a little bit deeper, especially into adult psychology, because you've got to think as a man or as a woman, like a grown adult, one of the things that we inherently value, is autonomy. It's control. At this point of our lives, we should have control over what we do. Now, of course, we can't have total control of everything that happens, but we at least want control over ourselves. This is why social media scares us so much because we don't have control. How often would you go onto social media? Would you go onto Instagram to message someone and end up spending half an hour? How many times would you hear those words in your mind thinking, okay, I've got to go do something. I don't even want to be on this app right now. And you'd keep scrolling that honestly scares us because there's not many things that take away it's not even that it takes away our control it's like we have the thought that we don't want to be on this platform anymore that we don't want to watch like porn anymore and we can't it's like we're brainwashed we're like we can't seem to do anything about it we're just constantly indulging stimulating ourselves more scrolling more scrolling more scrolling more the infinite scroll is kind of like a piece of software obviously like some nerd can correct me but it's like you know a code it's a piece of software like that can be implemented into these social media apps that means that you can just keep scrolling forever and ever and ever. You can never get to the bottom of TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. Instagram once implemented this thing where once you had seen everyone who had posted from your followers it would tell you like okay you know that you've seen everyone and then it would just show you more and more, and more. If they cared about your mental health, if they cared about preventing people killing themselves, they would not use this system. Clearly what these companies value more than their their customers, their products, mental health. It's profits. It's retention. It's keeping people on the platform. Because you see, when you keep scrolling without a stop, you'll stay on the platform far longer than if you did come to like a, a full stop and you had to like click onto the next page. That's why no one gets addicted to Google searches. But imagine if Google did implement this. Imagine if they took off, you know, you scroll down and there's like the page numbers and oh, you know, you got to page two of Google. Imagine if they took that away and they added infinite scroll to Google. I guarantee it would take you far longer to get off. I guarantee when you would go into Search something on Google, you'd scroll a lot more than you currently do now. That stop at the bottom of the page that then kind of asks you, okay, do you want to go into the next page? gives us a sense of control and it's needed. The fact that it's needed shows us there is something inherent about our conditioning, our brains, our psychology that struggles so heavily to be able to stop ourselves. You almost need to experience a level of agitation and aggression to get yourself to get off TikTok. Almost with like a burst of aggression, you have to throw your phone away and say, come on, I'm sick of it now. And another evil tactic that these companies use is called variable ratio reward. If you picture right now a casino and you went over to the slot machine and the way this game is played is that you put in a dollar you pull down the slot machine and you get 75 cents back every time you put in a dollar You get 75 cents back, boom. So you lose 25 cents every time you play. You wouldn't play. If that was literally the rules, imagine this was a new slot machine that literally you lose 25 cents every single time you play. You would never play, would you? Of course you wouldn't. That would be boring. And like, if you're guaranteed to lose and then, you know, it's going to be the same result each time, it wouldn't make any kind of logical sense. You'd do it for the meme of like, oh, I just lost 25 cents and then you'd never want to play, right? But the reason why these machines in the real world are so addictive is because even though the outcome is that you generally will lose, like the house always wins. There is a variable, like, a variety to your win and loss. So on average, you may lose like 25% of your money each time, or maybe 10% or 5% each time on average. But each and every time that you pull down that lever, you receive a different outcome. Sometimes you win $5. Sometimes you lose $3. In the end, it averages out to losing, you know, 25 cents or whatever the number is. In the end, it averages out to you losing. But it's because you experience these highs and lows that makes it so addictive that people literally sit there (laughs) for eight hours straight because it's just so fucking addictive. Social media companies, like the big people in social media companies, like the visionaries, they research things like this. They literally research addictive substances, drugs and gambling. They research those things particularly and take what they can use from them onto their platforms. So that slot machine lever becomes the same as just swiping to the next post on TikTok. If every post was just extremely, just extremely mild, like a one out of 10 funny, not like literally not even enough to make you like smile or anything. If every single post was like that, you would never use the platform. But some posts are like 7 out of 10 funny. Like, it makes you, like, giggle. <laughs> oh, look, look, oh, look what the dog just did. Oh, like, oh, look, she's shaking her ass. And then the next 5 posts are kind of boring. Then the next one after that is kind of interesting. Then the next 2 are kind of, you know, you just skip them straight away. And, oh, look, here's someone hot. Oh, you know, keep skipping. It's kind of boring. Oh, someone hot. Oh, keep skipping. Oh, ass. Okay, keep skipping. Oh, this one's really funny. Okay, keep skipping. Oh, this one's boring. It puts you through this emotional roller coaster. Are these up and downs, and that's what makes it more addictive, and that's what makes it more addictive. This manipulates your dopamine receptors. I'm going to give you the bro science explanation. You have like dopamine inside of your body, and dopamine is kind of like a hormone that gives you motivation to keep doing the thing that you're currently doing to get more dopamine. And so dopamine is kind of like the thrill of the hunt. You experience the thrill of the hunt when you go onto these apps, and it's almost like without consciously knowing it, you are hunting for a good post that satisfies some kind of like itch, some emotional need for you. If you got that from the first post on the app and then consistently every single post was like really, really funny, eventually it would become the baseline and it wouldn't be as addictive. You'd get your fill. Like you'd feel enough after like five posts. Imagine if you open up TikTok or Instagram and five of the first things that you scroll past are so funny, so interesting, like perfect for you. You'd feel full and then you'd close the app. It's interesting that they even know that they don't want to show you the best content. They want you to hunt for it. They want you to keep just putting coins into the machine and coins in this term is attention. They want your attention for as long as possible. They want you to just keep pulling down that lever, just keep swiping. They could put like their, their algorithms, think think about it. These are billion dollar companies, right? Their algorithms know exactly what kind of post you would find funny. They know it. They know what exactly what kind of person you're attracted to. They know these things. So if they wanted to, they could put the ultimate, like the best post that you would get the most value from right at the start and just only show you that. But they don't on purpose. They, sh- they spread them out so that you stay on the platform for longer. Like one of those old people just constantly pulling down that lever like a rat in a cage just pressing the lever for more cocaine. They have researched these things and that makes them evil because this was not all an accident. When you start to understand more and more of the processes and of course this is just a basic explanation but when you understand more of the processes that go along in your social media use you really start to get this level of sickness and agitation and darkness when you think about these apps and you think about the people who have made them. When you picture your friends and family who you've lost to this addiction. When you see everyone around you just on their phones. When I think of the next generation, the young people right now, the the, the children who have been raised on iPads and iPhones, it's an incredibly dark future ahead of us. It's a dark future, but I do see a very small but growing light, piercing through that darkness. And that light is this movement, this revolution that you see before you. More and more young people are educating themselves on the enemy, on the addiction that's so prominent. So many young people are now realizing the truth and taking a step back from social media. Of course, there's there's so many more people who are totally addicted, but this number is growing. This number of people who have just replaced social media for real life. This number is growing and it's very, very beautiful to see. I hope that you can join this group of young people who've just taken a step back and realize like we're not even getting a good trade. You know, we're, we're giving our attention, our mental health, our happiness, our time, our mental clarity, our intelligence to these apps. And all we're getting in return is like a meme here and there and like feeling like we're being included into like the current trends. Everyone who takes a step back from social media, deletes their accounts, deletes the apps off their phone, feels, happier and start spending more time in nature more times with their friends and family actually having like eye contact and like real deep conversations and that's a beautiful thing that's what i hope for you click this video to learn more right now do the hard work especially when you don't feel like it